1: Exploring Faith and the Future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher Dr.
2: Camille Magdaly. For many of us, Camille, we're turning over a whole new leaf and we're becoming a people who are meek rather than taking the opposite view. We've understood over these previous sessions that meekness is not weakness, that meekness is something that is a quiet determination to pursue those things of God, even though there might be some opposition. We've been talking about some tips to help us along the pathway. What's some more deep insight that you can share with us about meekness and the pathway to having that wonderful virtue?
0: Well, first of all, Neil, I want our listeners to appreciate that meekness is worth everything to obtain. Because what the meek inherit is what the ambitious, the assertive, and the arrogant long for, but they'll fail to grasp. Because Jesus says it himself, Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, the meek shall inherit the earth. So not that we are in a big hurry to inherit the earth, but, Neil, that is actually God's will for us. He tells Messiah and Messiah's followers in Psalm 2, verse 8, ask of me and I will give you the heathen for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. So this is God's will. This is praying the will of God for our lives. Now, with that in mind, we've learned there is passive meekness and waiting on God, basically saying we obtain the promise of God we acknowledge it, we thank him for it, and then that's it. There's nothing more we can do until God delivers. But there is also this active waiting on God where we not only have regular devotional time, as we should, for our own well-being, not to be religious, but because we need God, we hunger for God, and we want to grow, but also special times of devotion set apart for him Now, I don't want to say how long the special times will be. It's as long as you're able to give and or as long as God directs. Let's leave it at that. In this period of active waiting with God, there is Bible study and Bible reading. There is prayer. There is praise and worship. Thanksgiving as part of your prayer and praise and worship. Very important that we do thanksgiving. More than one scripture tells us God wants thankfulness because that's how you're going to get traction with the Lord. Then, of course, there is silence. On occasion, we just sit there silently. Now, some people will do silence the whole time. Be careful because you might even fall asleep being silent all the time. No, you are silent when necessary. And, of course, for healthy people, I strongly emphasize that point, healthy There is fasting, which is abstaining from meals in order to have time and connectiveness with Almighty God. These are, in summary, some of the
2: things we need to do. You can pray a little, you can pray a lot, you can read a little, you can read a lot, you could fast a little, you could fast a lot. Is there any perfect way of saying this is just right? What are your thoughts, Camille?
0: I don't believe there's any time frames involved here. What we do is we labor to enter in. Or how, how does it say it in Hebrews, we labor to enter into his rest. Which sounds contradictory. We have to work hard to enter into rest, but it's 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 like that. We do what it takes in prayer, praise and worship, thanksgiving, Bible reading till you get a sense that you've connected with God that God has heard you, that mission is accomplished. It's not as hard as it sounds. In fact, it's pretty easy. The more time you spend with God, the more you know His voice and the more you're able to do His will.
1: Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future,